Good morning. It's Pride Sunday in the year of our Lord 2021. You can hear pride in my voice. Starting Joshua chapter 8, and with any luck, we will finish Joshua today. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Take the whole army with you, and go up and attack Ai. For I have delivered into your hands the king of Ai, his people, his city, and his land. You shall do to Ai and its king as you did to Jericho and its king, except that you may carry off the plunder and livestock for yourselves. Set an ambush behind the city. So Joshua and the whole army moved out to attack Ai. He chose 30,000 of his best fighting men and sent them out at night with these orders. Listen carefully. You are to set an ambush behind the city. Do not go very far from it. All of you be on alert. I and all those with me will advance on the city, and when the men come out against us as they did before, we will flee from them. They will pursue us until we have lured them away from the city, for they will say, They are running away from us as they did before. So when we flee from them, you are to rise up from ambush and take the city. The Lord your God will give it into your hand. When you have taken the city, set it on fire. Do what the Lord has commanded. See to it, you have my orders. Then Joshua sent them off, and they went to the place of ambush and lay in wait between Bethel and Ai to the west of Ai. But Joshua spent that night with the people. Early the next morning, Joshua mustered his men, and he and the leaders of Israel marched before them to Ai. The entire force that was with him... The entire force that was with him marched up and approached the city and arrived in front of it. They set up camp north of Ai in the valley between them and the city. Joshua had taken about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai to the west of the city. They had the soldiers take up their positions, all those in the camp to the north of the city and the ambush to the west of it. That night Joshua went into the valley. When the king of Ai saw this, he and all the men of the city hurried out early in the morning to meet Israel in battle at a certain place overlooking the Arabah. But he did not know that an ambush had been set against him behind the city. Joshua and all Israel let themselves be driven back before them, and they fled toward the desert. All the men of Ai were called to pursue them, and they pursued Joshua and were lured away from the city. Not a man remained in Ai or Bethel who did not go after Israel. They left the city open and went in pursuit of Israel. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Hold out toward Ai the javelin that is in your hand, for into your hand I will deliver the city. So Joshua held out his javelin toward Ai. As soon as he did this, the men in the ambush rose quickly from the positions and rushed from their positions and rushed forward. They entered the city and captured it and quickly set it on fire. The men of Ai looked back and saw the smoke of the city rising against the sky, but they had no chance to escape in any direction, for the Israelites who had been fleeing toward the desert had turned back against their pursuers. For when Joshua and all Israel saw that the ambush had taken the city and that smoke was going up from the city, they turned around and attacked the men of Ai. The men of the ambush also came out of the city against them, so that they were caught in the middle, with Israelites on both sides. Israel cut them down, leaving them neither survivors nor fugitives. But they took the king of Ai alive and brought him to Joshua. When Israel had finished killing all the men of Ai in the field and in the desert where they had chased them, and when every one of them had been put to the sword, all the Israelites returned to Ai and killed those who were in it. Twelve thousand men and women fell that day, all the people of Ai. For Joshua did not draw back the hand that held out his javelin until he had destroyed all who lived in Ai. But Israel did carry off for themselves the livestock and the plunder of the city, as the Lord had instructed Joshua. 
So Joshua burned Ai and made it a permanent heap of ruins, a desolate place to this day. He hung the he hung the king of Ai on a tree and left him there until evening. At sunset, Joshua ordered them to take his body from the tree and throw it down at the entrance of the city gate, and they raised a large pile of rocks over it, which remains to this day. Then Joshua built on Mount Ebal an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel, as Moses the servant of the Lord had commanded the Israelites. He built it according to what is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of uncut stones, on which no iron tool had been used. On it they offered to the Lord burnt offerings and sacrificed fellowship offerings. There, in the presence of the Israelites, Joshua copied on stones the law of Moses, which he had written. All Israel, aliens and citizens alike, with their elders, officials, and judges, were standing on both sides of the Ark of the Covenant, who the Lord, facing those, the covenant of the Lord, facing those who carried it, the priests, who were Levites. Half of the people stood in front of Mount Gerizim, and half of them in front of Mount Ebal, as Moses the servant of the Lord had formally commanded when he gave instructions to bless the people of Israel. Afterwards, Joshua read all the words of the law, the blessings, and the curses. Just as, it, just as it is written in the book of law, there was not a word for all that Moses had commanded. There was not a word of all that Moses had commanded that Joshua did not read to the whole assembly of Israel, including the women and the children, and the aliens who lived among them. Now, when all the kings west of the Jordan heard about these things, those in the hill country, in the western foothills, and along the entire coast of the Great Sea as far as Lebanon, the king of the Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. They came together to make war against Joshua and Israel. However, when the people of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and Ai, they resorted to a ruse. They went as a delegation whose donkeys were loaded with worn-out sacks and old wineskins, cracked and mended. The men put worn and patched sandals on their feet and wore old clothes. All the bread of their food supply was dry and moldy. Then they went to Joshua and in the camp at Gilgal, in the camp at Gilgal, and said to him, and the men of Israel, we have come from a distant country, make a treaty with us. The men of Israel said to the Hivites, but perhaps you live near us, how can we make a treaty with you? We are your servants, they said to Joshua. But Joshua asks, who are you and where do you come from? They answered, your servants have come from a very distant country because of the fame of the Lord your God. We have, for we have heard reports of him, all that he did in Egypt, and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, Sihon, king of Heshbon, and Og, king of Bashan, who reigned in Astaroth. And our elders and all those living in our country said to us, Take provisions for your journey, go and meet them, and say to them, We are your servants, make a treaty with us. This bread of ours was warm when we packed it at home on the day we left to come to you, but now see how dry and moldy it is. And these wineskins that we filled were new, but see how cracked they are. And our clothes and sandals are worn out by the very long journey. The men of Israel sampled their provisions, but did not inquire of the Lord. Then Joshua made a treaty of peace with them to let them live, and the leaders of the assembly ratified it by oath. Three days after they made the treaty with the Gibeonites, the Israelites heard that they were neighbors living near them. So the Israelites set out and on the third day came to their cities, Gibeon, Kep. Kephara, Biroth, Kiriath, Jerim. But the Israelites did not attack them because the leaders of the assembly had sworn an oath to them by the Lord, the God of Israel. The whole assembly grumbled against the leaders, but all the leaders answered, 
We have given them our oath by the Lord, the God of Israel, and we cannot touch them now. This is what we will do to them. We will let them live, so that wrath will not fall on us for breaking the oath we swore to them. They continued, Let them live, but let them be woodcutters and water carriers for the entire community. So the leader's promise to them was kept. Then Joshua summoned the Gibeonites and said, Why do you deceive us by saying, We live a long way from you, while actually you live near us? You are now under a curse. We will never cease to serve as woodcutters and water carriers for the house of God, for the house of my God. They answered Joshua, Your servants were clearly told how the Lord your God had commanded his servant Moses to give you the whole land and to wipe out all its inhabitants before you. So we feared for our lives because of you, and that is why we did this. We are now in your hands. Do to us whatever seems good and right to you. So Joshua saved them from the Israelites, and they did not kill them. That day he made the Gibeonites woodcutters and water carriers for the community and for the altar of the Lord at the place the Lord would choose, and that is what they are to this day. Now Adonizedek, king of Jerusalem, heard that Joshua had taken Ai and totally destroyed it, doing to Ai and its king as he had done to Jericho and its king, and that the people of Gibeon had made a treaty of peace with Israel and were living near them. He and his people were very much alarmed at this, because Gibeon was an important city, like one of the royal cities. It was larger than Ai, and all its men were good fighters. So Adonizedek, king of Jerusalem, appeared to Hoham, king of Hebron, Piram, king of Jarmuth, Shaphai, king of Lachish, and Debir, king of Eglon. <laughs> just, com- just committing, just deciding this is how I'm going to say them, and that's that. Come up and help me attack Gibeon, he said, because it has made peace with Joshua and the Israelites. Then the five kings of the Amorites, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jamuth, Lachish, and Eglon, joined forces. They moved up with all their troops and took up positions against Gideon and attacked it. The uh, Gibeon, I keep reading Gideon, and it is Gibeon. They moved up with all their troops and took up positions against Gibeon and attacked it. The Gibeonites then sent word to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal, Do not abandon your servants. Come up to us quickly and save us. Help us, because all the Amorite kings from the hill country have joined forces against us. So Joshua marched up from Gilgal with his entire army, including all the best fighting men. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid of them. I have given them into your hand. Not one of them will be able to look within... Not one of them will be able to withstand you. After an all-night march from Gilgal, Joshua took them by surprise. The Lord threw them into confusion before Israel, who defeated them in a great victory at Gibeon. Israel pursued them along the road going up to Beth Haran and cut them down all the way to Azkah and Makedah. As they fled before Israel on the road down from Beth Haran to Azkah, the Lord hurled large hailstones down on them from the sky, and more of them died from the hailstones than were killed by the swords of the Israelites. On the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, O sun, stand over Gibeon, O moon, over the valley of Aijalon. So the sun stood still, and the moon stopped, till the nation avenged itself on its enemies. As it is written in the book of Jashar, the sun stopped in the middle of the sky, the sun stopped in the middle of the the sun stopped in the middle of the sky and delayed going down about a full day. There was never... There has never been a day like it before or since, a day when the Lord listened to a man. Surely the Lord was fighting for Israel. Then Joshua returned with all Israel to the camp at Gilgal. Now the five kings had fled and hidden in the cave at Makedah. 
When Joshua was told that the five kings had been found hiding in the cave at Makedah, he said, Roll large rocks up to the mouth of the cave and post some men there to guard it, but don't stop. Pursue your enemies, attack them from the rear, and don't let them reach their cities, for the Lord your God has given them into your hand. But Joshua and the Israelites destroyed them completely, almost to a man, and the whole army returned safely to Joshua in the camp at Makedah, and no one uttered a word against the Israelites. Joshua said, Open the mouth of the cave and bring those five kings out to me. So they brought the five kings out of the cave, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon. When they had brought those kings to Joshua, he summoned all the men of Israel and said to the army commanders who had come with him, Come here and put your feet on the necks of these kings. So they came forward and placed their feet on their necks. Joshua said to them, Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Be strong and courageous. This is what the Lord will do to all the enemies you are going to fight. Then Joshua struck and killed the kings and hung them on five trees, and they were left hanging on the trees until evening. At sunset, Joshua gave the order, and they took them down from the trees and threw them into the cave where they had been hiding. At the mouth of the cave, they placed large rocks where they, which are there to this day. That day, Josh, Joshua took Makedah. He put the city and its king to the sword and totally destroyed everyone in it. He left no survivors. He did to the king of Makedah as he had done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all Israel with him moved on from Makedah to Libna and attacked it. The Lord, the Lord also gave that city and its king to Israel's hand. The city and everyone in it put and in it the city and everyone in it Joshua put to the sword. He left no survivors there. He did it to its king. And he did to its king as he had done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all Israel with him moved on from Libna to Lachish, and he took up positions against it and attacked it. The Lord handed Lachish over to Israel, and Joshua took it on the second day. The city and everyone in it he put to the sword, just as he had done to Libna. Meanwhile, Haram, king of Gezer, had come up to help Lachish, but Joshua defeated him and his army until no survivors were left. Then Joshua and all Israel with him moved on to, from Lachesh to Eglon. They took up positions against it and attacked it. They captured it that same day and put it to the sword and totally destroyed everyone in it, just as they had done to Lachish. Then Joshua and all Israel went up from Eglon to Hebron and attacked it. They took the city and put it to the sword together with its king, its villages, and everyone in it. They left no survivors. Just as at Eglon, they totally destroyed it and everyone in it. Then Joshua and all Israel with him turned around and attacked Debir. They took the city, its king, and its villages and put them to the sword. Everyone in it they totally destroyed. They left no survivors. They did to Debir and its king as they had done to Libna and its king and to Hebron. So Joshua subdued the whole region, including the hill country, the Negev, the western foothills, and the mountain slopes, together with all their kings. He left no survivors. He totally destroyed all who breathed, just as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded. Joshua subdued them from Kadesh Barnea to Gaza, and from the whole region of Goshen to Gibeon. All these kings in their lands Joshua conquered in one campaign, because the Lord, the God of Israel, fought for Israel. Then Joshua returned with all Israel to the camp at Gilgal. When Jabin king of Hazor heard this, heard of this, he sent word to Jobab king of Medan to the kings of Shimron and Akshpa and then to the northern kings who were in the mountains, in the Arba south of the Kinnereth, in the western foothills, and the Naphtor on the west. 
to the Canaanites to the east, to the Canaanites in the east and west, to the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, and Jebusites in the hill country, and to the Hivites below Hermon in the region of Mizpah. They came out with all their troops and a large number of horses and chariots, a huge army as numerous as the sands on the seashore. All these kings joined forces and made camp together at the waters of Miram to fight against Israel. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid of them, because by this time tomorrow I will hand all of them over to Israel, slain. You are to hamstring their horses and burn their chariots. So Joshua and his whole army came against them, suddenly at the waters of Maram, and attacked them. And the Lord gave them into the hand of Israel. They defeated them and pursued them all the way to the greater Sidon, to Mizrephothmaim, Mizrephoth. Maim, into the valley of Mizpah on the east until no survivors were left. Joshua did to them as the Lord had directed. He hamstrung their horses and burned their chariots. At the time, at that time, Joshua turned back and captured Hazor and put its king to the sword. Hazor had been the head of all these kingdoms. Everyone in it they put to the sword. They totally destroyed them not sparing anything that breathed, and he burned up Hazor itself. Joshua took all these royal cities and their kings and put them to the sword. He totally destroyed them, as Moses the servant of the Lord had commanded. Yet Israel did not burn any of the cities built on their mounds, except Hazor, which Joshua burned. The Israelites carried off for themselves all the plunder and the livestock of the cities, but all the people they put to the sword until they completely destroyed them, not sparing anyone that breathed, as the Lord commanded his servant Moses, so Moses commanded Joshua, and Joshua did it. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moses. So Joshua took this entire land, the hill country, all the Negev, the whole region of Goshen, the western foothills, the Arba, and the mountains of Israel with their foothills from Mount Halak, which rises towards Seir, to Baal God, in the valley of Lebanon below Mount Hernan. He captured all the kings and struck them down, putting them to death. Joshua waged war against all these kings for a long time. Except for the Hivites living in Gibeon, not one city made a treaty of peace with the Israelites, who took them all in battle. For it was the Lord himself who hardened their hearts to wage war against Israel, so that he might destroy them totally, exterminating them without mercy, as the Lord had commanded Moses. At that time, Joshua went and destroyed the Anakites from the hill country, from Hebron, Debir, and Anab, from all the hill country of Judah and from all the hill country of Israel, Joshua totally destroyed them in their towns. No Anakites were left in Israelite territory, only in Gaza, Gath, and Ashad. Ashdod did any survive. So Joshua took the entire land just as the Lord had directed Moses, and he gave it as an inheritance to Israel according to their tribal divisions. Then the land had rest from war. These are the kings of the land whom the Israelites had defeated and whose territories they took over east of the Jordan, from the Arnon Gorge to Mount Hebron, including all the eastern side of the Arba. Araba. Sihon, king of the Amorites, who resigned in Heshbon, he ruled from Aror on the rim of the Arnon Gorge, from the middle of the gorge to the Jabbok River, which is the border of the Ammonites. This included half of Gilead. He also ruled over the eastern Araba from the Sea of Kinnereth, to the Sea of Erba, the Salt Sea, to Beth, uh, Jeshmoth, and then southward below the slopes of Pishka. Pisgah. 
and the territory of Og, king of Bashan, one of the last of the Rephites who reigned in Ashtaroth and Edrai. He ruled over Mount uh, Hermon, Salika, and all of Bashan to the border of the people of Geshur and Makkah and half of Gilead to the border of Sihon, king of Heshbon. Moses the servant of the Lord and the Israelites conquered them. And Moses the servants of the Lord gave their land to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh to be their possession. These are the kings of the land that Joshua and the Israelites conquered on the west side of the Jordan, from Baal God in the valley of Lebanon to Mount Halak, which rises towards Seir. Their lands Joshua gave as an inheritance to the tribes of Israel, according to their tribal divisions, the hill country, the western foothills, the Arabah, the mountain slopes, the desert, the, and the Negev, the land of the Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. So we, okay, so there are two columns, the king of on the left, and the word one on the right, all the way down. The king of Jericho, one. The king of Ai near Bethel, one. The king of Jerusalem, one. The king of Hebron, one. And that's O-N-E, one. The king of Jarmuth, one. The king of Lachish, one. The king of Eglon, one. The king of Gezer, one. The king of Debir, one. The king of Geder, one. The king of Korma, one. The king of Arad, one. The king of Libna, one. The king of Adullam, one. The king of Makedah, one. The king of Bethel, one. The king of Tapua, one. The king of Hefer, one. The king of Aphek, one. The king of Lashron, one. The king of Madan, one. The king of Hazan, one. The king of Shimron, Maran, one. The king of Akshpa, one. The king of Tanakh, one. The king of Megiddo, one. The king of Kadesh, one. The king of Joknam in Carmel, one. The king of Dor in Naphath Dor, one. The king of Goyim in Gilga, one. The king of Tirzah, one. 31 kings in all. When Joshua was old and well advanced in years, the Lord said to him, You are very old, and there are still very large areas of land to be taken over. This is the land that remains, all the regions of the Philistines and Geshurites, from the Shehor River on the east of Egypt to the territory of Ekron, on the north of all it counted as Canaanite the territory of the five Philistine rulers in Gaza, Ashrod, Ashkelon, Gath, and Ekron, that of the Avrites, from the south all the land of the Canaanites, from the Ara of the Sidians as far as Apek, and the region of the Amorites, the area of the Gebelites, Gebalites, and all Lebanon to the east, from Baal, God, below Mount Hernan to Lebo Hamath. As for all the inhabitants of the mountainous mountain regions from Lebanon to Misrath Maim, that is all the Sid Sidonians, I myself will drive them out before the Israelites. Be sure to allocate this land to Israel for an inheritance as I have instructed you, and divide it as an inheritance among the nine tribes and half of the tribe of Manasseh. The other half of Manasseh, the Reubenites and the Gadites, had received the inheritance that Moses had given them east of the Jordan as he, the servant of the Lord, had assigned to them. It extended from Aror on the rim of the Arnon Gorge and from the town in the middle of the gorge and included the whole plateau of Meddeba as far as Dibbon and all the towns 
of uh, Sihan, king of the Amorites, who ruled in Heshbon out to the border of the Amorites. It also included Gilead, the territory of the people of Geshur and Makkah, all of Mount Hermon, and all Bashan as far as Seleka, that is, the whole kingdom of Og of Bashan, which had reigned in Azteroth and Edrai, and had survived as one of the last of the Rephites. Moses had defeated them and taken over their land, but the Israelites did not drive out the people of Geshur and Makkah, so they continue to live among the Israelites to this day. But to the tribe of Levi he gave no inheritance, since the offering made by fire to the Lord, the God of Israel, as their inheritance as he promised them. This is what Moses had given to the tribe of Reuben, clan by clan. The territory from Aror on the rim of the Arnon Gorge and from the town in the middle of the gorge and the whole plateau past Medeba to Heshbon and all its towns on the plateau, including Dibon, Bamothbal, Bethbal, Mian, Jahaz, Kedamoth, Mephoth, Kiriathim, Sibma, Zereth, Shahar on the hill in the valley, Beth Peor, the slopes of Pisgah, and the and Beth Chesimoth. All the towns on the plateau and the entire realm of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who had ruled Heshbon. All the towns on the plateau and the entire realm of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who had ruled Heshbon. Moses had defeated him and the Midianite chiefs, Evi, Rechem, Zur, Hur, and Reba, princes aligned with Sihon, who lived in that country. In addition to those slain in battles, the Israelites had put to the sword Balaam, son of Beor, who practiced divination. The boundary of the Reubenites was the bank of the Jordan. These towns and their villages were the inheritance of the Reubenites, clan by clan. That is what Moses had given to the tribe of Gad, clan by clan. The territory of Jazer, all the towns of Gilead, and half the Amorite country as far as Aror, near Jabbah, and from Heshbon to Ramath, Mizpah, and Bedonim, and from Mahanaim to the territory of Debir, and in the valley, Beth Haram, Beth Nimrah, Sukkoth, and Zaphon, with the rest of the realm of Sihon, king of Heshbon, the east side of the Jordan, the territory up the end of the sea of Kinnereth. These towns and their villages were the inheritance of the Gadites clan by clan. This is what Moses had given to the half-tribe of Manasseh, that is, to the half of the family descendants of Manasseh, clan by clan. The territory extending from Man, Mahanaim, Mahanaim, and including all of Bashan, the entire realm of Og, king of Bashan, all the settlements of Jair in Bashan, sixty towns, half of Gilead, Ashtaroth, and Edrai, the royal cities of Og and Bashan. This was... For the descendants of Makir, son of Manasseh, for half of the sons of Makir, clan by clan. This is the inheritance Moses had given when he was in the plains of Moab across the Jordan east of Jericho. But the tribe of Levi, Moses had given no inheritance. The Lord, the God of Israel, is their inheritance as he promised them. Now these are the areas, areas the Israelites received as an inheritance in the land of Canaan which Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the heads of the tribal clans of Israel allotted to them. Their inheritance were assigned by lot to the nine and a half tribes, and the Lord, as the Lord had commanded through Moses. Moses had granted the two and a half tribes their inheritance east of Jordan, but had not granted the Levites 
and an inheritance among the rest, for the sons of Joseph had become two tribes, Manasseh and the Ephraim. The Levites shared no share of the land, but only towns to live in, with pasture lands for their flocks and herds. So the Israelites divided the land just as the land, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Now the men of Judah approached Joshua at Gilgah, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite, said to him, You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God at Kadesh Barnea, about you and me. I was forty years old when Moses, the Lord, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land, and I brought him back a report according to my convictions. But my brothers went up and made me the hearts of the people. I, however, followed the Lord my... Wait... I was forty years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land, and I brought him back a report according to my convictions. But my brothers who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt with fear. I, however, followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. So on that day Moses swore to me, The land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance and that of your children forever, because you have followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. Now then, just as the Lord promised, he has kept me alive for 45 years since the time he said this to Moses, when Israel moved about in the desert. So here I am today, 85 years old. I am still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I am just as vigorous to go out to battle now as I was then. Now give me this hill country that the Lord promised me that day. You yourself heard them. Then the Anakites were there, and their cities were large and fortified. But the Lord... But the, but the Lord helping me, I will drive them out, just as he said. Then Joshua blessed Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and gave him Hebron as his inheritance. So Hebron has belonged to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, ever since, because he followed the Lord, the God of Israel, wholeheartedly. Hebron used to be called Kiriath Arba, after Arba, who was the greatest man among the Anakites. Then the land had rest from war. The allotment for the tribe of Judah, clan by clan, extended down to the territory of Edom, to the desert of Zin, in the extreme south. Their southern border started from the bay at the south end of the Salt Sea, crossed south of Scorpion Pass, continued on to Zin, and went over to the south of Kadesh Barnea. Then it ran past Hezron up to Adar and curved around to Karka. It then passed along Asman and then joined the Wadi of Egypt, ending at the sea. This is their southern boundary. The eastern boundary is the Salt Sea as far as the mouth of Jordan. The northern boundary started from the bay of the sea at the mouth of the Jordan, went up to Beth Hoglah, and continued north of Beth Arabah to the stone of Bohan, son of Reuben. The boundary then went up to Debir from the valley of Akor, and then turned north to Gilgal, which faces the pass of Adumin, Adumim, south of the gorge. It continued along to the waters of En-Shemesh and came out at an en, at En-Rogal. Then it ran up to the valley of Ben-Hinam, along the southern slope of the Jebusite city that is Jerusalem. From there it climbed to the top of the hill, west of the Hinan Valley, at the northern end of the valley of Raphaim. From the hilltop, the boundary headed toward the spring of the waters of Neftoah, came out of the towns of Mount Ephraim and went down toward Bala, that is, Kiriath-Jerim. Then it curved westward from Bala to Mount Seir, ran along the northern slope from Mount Jerim, that is, Keshlon, continued down to Beth Shemesh and crossed Timnah. It went to the northern slope of Ekron, turned toward Shikaron, passed to Mount Bala, and reached Jabneel. The boundary ended at the sea. 
The western boundary is the coastline of the Great Sea. These are the boundaries around the people of Judah by their clans. In accordance with the Lord's God, with the Lord's command to him, Joshua gave to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, a portion in Judah, Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron. Arba was the forefather of Anak. From Hebron, Caleb, from Hebron, Caleb drove out three Anakites, Shishai, Aiman, Talmai, descendants of Anak. From there, he marched against the people living in Debir, formerly called Kirath Sefer. And Caleb said, I will give my daughter Aksa in marriage to the man who attacks and captures Kirath Sefer. Othniel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's brother, took it. So Caleb gave his daughter uh, Aksha to him in marriage. One day, when she came to Unthiel, she urged him to ask her father for a field. When she got off her donkey, Caleb asked her, What can I do for you? She replied, Do me a special favor. Since you have given me land in the Negev, give me also uh, springs of water. So Caleb gave her the upper and lower springs. This is the inheritance of the tribe of Judah, clan by clan. The southernmost towns of the tribe of Judah in the Negev toward the boundary of Edom were Kabzil, Eder, Jagur, Kana, Jimuna, Adada, Kadesh Hazor, Ithnan, Ziph, Telem, Bielzor, Hazor, Hadath, Kerath, Hezron, that is Hazor, Amam, Shima, Molada, Hazar, Gada, Heshman, Beth Palet, Hazor, Shual, Beer, Sheba, got it, check, Biziothia, Bala, Im, Ezem, El Tolad, Keshil, Horma, Zikla, Madmana, San, Sana, Labwath, Shilhim, Ain, and Rimon, the total of the 29 towns and their villages. Lord Almighty, it just keeps going. In the western foothills, Eshtol, Zora, Ashna, Zanwa, and Ganim, Tapfuna, Tapua, Inam, Jarmuth, Adulam, Sokoth, Azka, Sharem, Adithayim, and Gerdra, or Getohram. 14 towns in their villages. Then Zanen, Hadesh, uh, Migdal, Gad, Delin, Mizpah, Jokothil, Lakish, Bokath, Eglon, Kaban, Lamas, Kitlish, Gerath, Beth, Dagon, Namash, and Makda. 16 towns in their villages. Libna, Ether, Ashan, Ipath, Ashna, Nezib, Kila, Akzib and Mersha, nine towns and their villages. Ekron, with its surrounding settlements and villages west of Ekron, they were in the vicinity of Ashdod together with their villages. Ashdod and its surrounding settlements and villages, and Gaza, its settlements and villages as far as the wadi of Egypt and the coastline of the Great Sea. In the hill country, Shamir, Jatir, Koth, Donah, Kiriath, Sana, that is Debir, Anab, Eshtema, Anim, Goshen, Holam, Gilah, 11 towns in their villages. Arab, Duma, Ishan, Janim, Beth, Tapua, Apaka, Hamtua, Hamta, Kiriath, Arba, that is Hebron, and Zior, 9 towns in their villages. Mawan, Carmel, Zipf, Jutah, Jezreel, Jokdam, Zanua, Cain, Gibbeth, and Timnah, ten towns in their villages. Halul, Basur, Gidon, Marath, Beth, Anan, and 
Al-Takan, six towns in their villages, Kiriath Baal, that is Kiriath Jerim, and Rabah, two towns in their villages. Oh no. Oh no. I've had monitor on this whole time, but I don't think it's, I think my speakers are on mute maybe, or my volume was turned down enough that it wasn't being heard. Well, if we get like a cool sort of background sound, <laughs> that's why. The allotment for Joseph begins at the Jordan of Jericho, east of the waters of Jericho, and went up from there through the desert into the hills, into the hill country of Bethel. It went on from Bethel, that is Luz, crossed over to the territory of the Archites in Adaroth, descended westward to the territory of the Japhites as far as the region of Lower Beth, Haran and to the geezer east of the ending ending at the sea. So Manasseh and Ephraim, the descendants of Joseph, received their inheritance. This was the territory of Ephraim clan by clan. The boundary of their inheritance went from Adaroth, Adar, in the east to the upper Beth, Haran, and continued to the sea. From Mikmethath on the north, it curved eastward to Tanath, Shiloh, passing by it to Janua on the east. Then it went down from Janua to Adaroth and Nara, touched Jericho, and came out at the Jordan. From Tapua, the border went west to the Kana uh, ravine and ended at the sea. This was the inheritance of the tribe of the Ephraimites, clan by clan. It also included all the towns and their villages that were set aside for the Ephraimites with, within the inheritance of the Manasites. They did not dislodge the Canaanites living in Gezer. To this day, the Canaanites lived among the people of Ephraim, but are required to do forced labor. This was the allotment for the tribe of Manasseh. As Joseph's firstborn, that is, for Machir, Manasseh's firstborn. Machir were the ancestors of the Gileites, Gileadites, Gileadites, who had received Gilead and Bashan because the Macarites were great soldiers. So this allotment was for the rest of the people of Manasseh, the clan of Abazir, Halak, Ashriel, uh, Shechem, Hefer, and Shemida. These are the other male descendants of Manasseh, son of Joseph, by their clans. Now Zelophehad, son of Hefer, the son of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, had no sons but only daughters who, whose names were Malah, Noah, Holg, uh, Hogla, Milka, and Tirzah. They went to Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the leaders, and said, The Lord commanded Moses to give us an inheritance among our brothers. So Joshua gave them an inheritance along with the brothers of their father, according to the, the Lord's command. Manasseh's share consisted of ten tracts of land beside Gilead and Bashan, east of the Jordan, because the daughters of the tribe of Manasseh received an inheritance among the sons. The land of Gilead belonged to the rest of the descendants of Manasseh. The territory of Manasseh extended from Asher to Mithoth, east of Shechem, Shechem. The boundary ran southward from there to include the people living at En Tapua. Manasseh had the land of Tapua, but Tapua itself on the boundary of Manasseh belonged to the Ephraimites. Then the boundary continued south to the Canaan Ravine. There were towns belonging to Ephraim lying among the towns of the Manasseh, but the boundary of Manasseh was the northern side of the ravine and ended at the sea. On the south, the land belonged to Ephraim on the north uh, Manasseh. The territory of Manasseh reached the sea and bordered Asher on the north and Ishkar on the east. Within Ishkar and Asher, uh, Manasseh ha also had Bethshan 
Iblim and the people of Dor, Endor, Tnak, and Megador. Together with their surrounding settlements, the third in the list is Nafoth. Yet the Manasites were not able to accompany these towns, for the Canaanites were determined to live to that region. However, when the Israelites grew stronger, they subjugated the Canaanites to forced labor, but did not drive them out completely. The people of Joseph said to Joshua, We have given you us only one allotment and one portion for an inheritance. We are numerous people, and the Lord has blessed us abundantly. If you are so numerous, Joshua asked, and if the hill country of Ephraim of Ephraim is too small for you. Go up into the forest and clear land for yourselves, there in the land of the Perizzites and Rephites. The people of Joseph replied, The hill country is not enough for us, and all the Canaanites who live in the plain have iron chariots, both those in Bethshan and its settlements, and those in the valley of Jezreel. But Joshua said to the house of Joseph, to Ephraim and Manasseh, You are numerous and very powerful. You will not only you will have not only one allotment but the forested hill country as well clear it and its farthest limits will be yours though the canaanites have iron chariots and though they are strong you can drive them out the whole assembly of the israelites gathered at uh, shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there the country was brought under their control but there were still seven israelite tribes who had not <laughs> received their inheritance so Joshua said to the Israelites, How long will you wait before you begin to take possession of the land that the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you? Appoint three men from each tribe. I will send them out to make a survey of the land and to write a description of it according to the inheritance of each. Then they will return to me. You are to divide the land into seven parts. Judah is to remain in its territory on the south and the house of Joseph in its territory on the north. And you have written descriptions of the seven parts of the land. Bring them here to me. I will cast lots for you in the presence of the Lord our God. The Levites, however, do not get a portion among you because the priestly service of the Lord is their inheritance. And Gad, Reuben, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have already received their inheritance on the east side of the Jordan. Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave it to them. As the men started on their way to map out the land, Joshua instructed them, Go and make a survey of the land and write a description of it. Then return to me, and I will cast lots for you here at Shiloh in the presence of the Lord. So the men left and went through the land. They wrote its descriptions on a scroll town by town in seven parts and returned to Joshua in the camp at Shiloh. Joshua then cast lots for them in Shiloh in the presence of the Lord, and there he distributed the land to the Israelites according to their tribal division. The lot came up for the tribe of Benjamin, clan by clan. Their allotted territory lay between the tribes of Judah and Joseph. On the north side, their boundary began at the Jordan, past the northern slope of Jericho, and headed west into the hill country, coming out at the desert of Beth Avon. From there, it crossed to the south slope of Luz, that is, Bethel, and went down to Adaroth Adar on the south side of Lower Beth Haran. From the hill facing Beth Haran on the south, the boundary turned south along the western side and came out at Kiriath Baal, that is, Kiriath Cherim, the town of the people of Judah. This was the western side. The southern side began at the outskirt of Kiriath Jerim on the west, and the boundary came out at the spring of the waters of Nephtua. The boundary went down to the foot of the hill facing the valley of Ben-Hinnom, north of the valley of Rephaim. It continued down the Hinnom Valley along the southern slope of the Jebusite city and so to En-Rogal. 
I then curved north, went to Enshumesh, continued to Gelioth, which faces the path of Adumum, and ran down to the stone of Bohan, son of Reuben. It continued to the northern slope of Beth Arba and on down into Araba. It then went to the northern slope of Beth Hokla and came out to the northern bay of the Salt Sea, at the mouth of the Jordan in the south. This is the southern border. The Jordan formed the boundary on the eastern side. These were the boundaries that marked out the inheritance of the clans of Benjamin on all sides. The tribe of Benjamin, clan by clan, had the following cities. Jericho, Beth Holga, Emek, Kaziz, Beth Arba, Zemarim, Bethel, Havim, Parah, Ophrah, Kephar, uh, Amani, Ophni, and Geba, twelve towns in their villages. Gibeon, Ramah, Barath, Mizpah, Kephira, Mozak, Rakim, Arpil, Taralah, Zelah, Hylof, the Jebusite city that is Jerusalem, uh, Gibeah, and Kiriath, fourteen towns in their villages. This was the inheritance of Benjamin for its clans. The second lot came out for the tribe of Simeon, clan by clan. Their inheritance lay within the territory of Judah. It included Beersheba, Orjashiba, Molda, Harzashul, Balan, Azrim, Altolad, Bethel, Horma, Zikla, Beth, Merikabath, Hazasuash, Beth, Leboath, and Sharuhen. Thirteen towns in their villages. Ein, Rimon, Ether, and Ashen, four towns in their villages, and all the villages around these towns as far as Balath, Beer, Ramah, and the Negev. This was the inheritance of the tribe of the Simeonites, clan by clan. Their inheritance of the Simeonites was taken from the share of Judah because Judah's portion was more than they needed. So the Simeonites received their inheritance within the territory of Judah. The third lot came up for Zebulun, clan by clan. The boundary of their inheritance went as far as Sarid. Going west, it ran from Marlah, touched Dabesheth, Dabesheth, and extended to the ravine near Joknin. It turned east from Sarid toward the sunrise to the territory of Gisloth Tabor and went on to Dabrath and up to Japhia. Then it continued eastward to Gath, Hefer, and Eth Kazin. Uh, it came out at Riman and turned toward Nia. There the boundary went around the north, the Hena, Henathon, and ended at the valley of Ibtath El. Included were Katath, Nahalal, Shimron, Edelal, and Bethlehem. There were twelve towns in their villages. These towns and their villages were the inheritance of Zebulun clan by clan. The fourth lot came out for Ishkar clan by clan. Their territory included Jezreel, Kasulah, Shunem, Hafrem, Shion, Anaharath, Rabith, Kishon, Bez, Rameth, Anganim, and Hadash, and Beth Pazez. I am resisting the urge to add some sort of, as I've mentioned, Dune-esque accent on all of these words. I'm really keeping it together, people. You should all be extremely proud of me. The boundary touched Tabor, Shahath, Thumah, and Beth Shemesh, and it ended at the Jordan. There were 16 towns and their villages. These towns and their villages were the inheritance of the tribe of Ishkar, clan by clan. The fifth lot came up for the tribe of Asher, clan by clan. The territory included Halkath, Hali, Baten, Akshpa, Alamelech, Armad, nope, just Ahmad, and Mishal. On the west, the boundary touched Carmel and Shihan Libnath. It turned toward it turned east toward Beth Dagon, touched Zebulon in the valley of Ip 
Path El. I went north to Beth Emek and Neil, passing Kabul on the left. I went to Adan, Rehab, Haman, and Kana as far as Greater Sudan. The boundary then turned back toward Ramah and went to the fortified city of Tyre, turned toward Hosha, and came out at the sea in the region of Akzib, Uma, Apek, and Rahab. These were 22 towns and their villages. These towns and their villages were the inheritance of the tribe of Asher clan by clan. The sixth lot came out for Nephtali clan by clan. Their boundary went from Halef and the large tree in Zanainim, passing Adami, Nakeb, and Jabnil to Lakum, and ending at the Jordan. The boundary went, ran west through Asnath Tabor and came out at Hukok. Sorry. Hukok. Him. It touched Zebulon on the south, Asher on the west, and the Jordan on the east. It fortified cities. The fortified cities were Zidim, Zir, Hamath, Rakath, Kinnereth, Adama, Ramah, Hazor, Kadesh, Edri, An Hazor, Iron, Migdal, El, Horem, Bath, Anan, and Bath Shemesh. These were the 19 towns in their villages. These towns and their villages were the inheritance of the tribe of Naphtali, clan by clan. The seventh lot came out for the tribe of Don, clan by clan. The territory of their inheritance included Zorah, Eshtual, Ir, Shemesh, Shalabim, Ejalan, Ithla, Elon, Timna, Ekhan, Elitek, Gibbethon, Balath, Jehud, Benen, Barak, Goth, Riman, Mi, Jarkon, and Rakan in the area facing Joppa. But the Danites had difficulty taking possession of their territory, so they went up and attacked Lashem, took it, and put it to the sword and occupied it. They settled in Lashem and named it Don after their forefather. These towns and their villages were the inheritance of the tribe of Don, clan by clan. When they had finished dividing the land into its allotted portions, the Israelites gave Joshua, son of Nun, an inheritance among them, as the Lord had commanded. They gave him the town he asked for, Tim Nasarah, in the hill country of Ephraim, and he built up the town and settled there. These are the territories that Eliezer the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the heads of the tribal clans of Israel assigned by Lot at Shiloh in the presence of the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And so they finished dividing the land. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Tell the Israelites to designate the cities of refuge, as I instructed you through Moses, so that anyone who kills a person accidentally and unintentionally may flee there and find protection from the avenger of blood. When he flees one of the cities, he is to stand in the entrance of the city gate and state his case before the elders of the city. Then they are to admit him into their city and give him a place to live with them. If the avenger of blood pursues him, they may not surrender the one accused, because he killed his neighbor unintentionally or without malice afterthought. He is to stay in that city until he has stood trial before the assembly and until death of the high priest who is serving at that time. Then he may go back to his own home in the town from which he has fled. So they set apart Kadesh and Galilee in the hill country of Naphtali, Shechem in the country of Ephraim, and Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the hill country of Judah. On the east side of the Jordan of Jericho, they designated Bazir in the desert on the plateau of the tribe of Reuben, Ramoth and Gilead in the tribe of Gad, and Golan in Bashan in the tribe of Manasseh. Any of the Israelites or any alien living among them who killed someone accidentally could flee to these designated cities and not be killed by the avenger of blood prior to standing trial before the assembly. 
Now the family heads of the Levites approached Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the heads of the other tribal families of Israel at Shiloh and Canaan, and said to them, The Lord commanded through Moses that you give us towns to live in, with pasture lands for our livestock. So as the Lord had commanded, the Israelites gave the Levites the following towns and pasture lands, I thought we were done, out of their own inheritance. The first lot came for the Kohathites, clan by clan. The Levites, who were descended of Aaron, the priests, were allotted 13 towns from the tribe of Judah, Simeon, and Benjamin. The rest of Kohath. Kohath's descendants were allotted 10 towns from the clans of the tribes of Ephraim, Dan, and half of Manasseh. The descendants of Gershon were allotted 13 towns from the clans of the tribe of Ishakar, Asher, Naphtali, and half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan. The descendants of Merai, clan by clan, received twelve towns from the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulon. So the Israelites allotted to the Levites these towns and their pasture lands as the Lord commanded through Moses. From the towns of Judah and Simeon, they allotted the following towns by name. These towns were assigned to the descendants of Aaron, who were from the Kohathite clans of the Levites, because the first lot fell to them. They gave them... Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, with its surrounding pasture lands in the hill countries of Judah. Arba was the forefather of Anak. With the fields and the villages around the city, they had given to Caleb some of Jephunneh as his possession. So the descendants of Aaron the priest, they gave Hebron a city of refuge for one accused of murder. Libna, Jatir, Eshtemoah, Holon, Debir, Ein, Jutah, and Beth Shemesh, together with their pasture lands, nine towns from these two tribes. And from the tribe of Benjamin, they gave them Gibeon, Gida, Anathoth, and Elman, together with their pasture lands, four towns. All the towns for their priests, the descendants of Aaron, were thirteen, together with their pasture lands. The rest of the Kohathite clans of the Levites were allotted towns in the tribe of Ephraim. In the hill country of Ephraim, they were given Shechem, a city of refuge for one accused of murder, and Gizir, Kibzaim, and Beth Haram, together with their pasture lands, four towns. Also from the tribe of Don, they received Eltike, Gibbethon, Aijalon, and Gathramon, together with their pasture lands, four towns. For half the tribe of Manasseh, they received uh, Tanakh and Gathramon, together with their pasture lands, two towns. All these ten towns and their pasture lands were given to the rest of the Goethite clans. The Levite clans of the Gershonites were given from the half tribe of Manasseh, Golan and Bashan, a city of refuge for one accused of murder, and Be Eshterah, together with the pasture lands, two towns. From the tribe of Ishakar, Kishion, Jabarath, Jarmuth, and Enganim, together with the pasture lands, four towns from the tribe of Asher, Mishal, Abdon, Helkath, and Rehob, together with the pasture lands. Four towns from the tribe of Naphtali, Gadesh, in Galilee, a city of refuge for one accused of murder. Hamath, Dor, and Katarn, uh, Kartan, together with the pasture lands, three towns. All the towns of Gershonite clans were thirteen, together with the pasture lands. The Meherlite clans, the rest of the Levites, were given from the tribe of Zebulon, Gachnim, Garcha, Jimna, Nahalal, together with the pasture lands, and four towns. From the tribe of Reuben, Bezir, Kaha, Kedemoth, Mephath, together from their pasture lands, four towns from the tribe of God. Ramoth and Gilead, a city of refuge for one accused of murder, Mahanaim, Geshban, and Jazir, together with their pasture lands, four towns in all. All the towns allotted to the Meharite clans were the rest of the Levites, who were the rest of the Levites, were twelve. 
The towns of the Levi, the Levites and the territory held by the Israelites were 48 in all, together with their pasture lands. Each of these towns had pasture lands surrounding it. This was true for all these towns. So the Lord God gave Israel all the land he had sworn to give their forefathers, and they took possession of it and settled there. The Lord gave them rest on every side, just as he had sworn to their forefathers. Not one of their enemies withstood them. The Lord handed all their enemies over to them. Not one of not one of all the Lord's good promises to the house of Israel failed. Every one was fulfilled. Uh, we didn't quite finish Joshua, but we will finish next week. It's a whole, like, two full pages left to read, which could take anywhere between, like, 15 and 25 minutes, I think. Um, so... Uh, we'll just call it there wrapping up at joshua chapter 21 starting joshua chapter 22 next week finishing joshua and starting judges which i'm pretty excited about um because i've been meaning to reread judges uh for the last year and a half or so um context coming uh next week when we get to judges so uh as always thank you for listening and don't forget to just let go and let go